You have always been used to men creating small wins. You are now experiencing a man that feeds asparagus to dolphins. most controversial the most raw unfiltered uncut podcast hosted by seattle-based comedian general mutombo love from washington state usa Yo, welcome to the General Mutombo Uncut Show. I'm here with my boy, my brother, all the way from East Las, brother. Introduce yourself, my G. Amin Ali, man. Amin Ali, the light-skinned J. Cole, all the way from Islando. Wait, where's the money? Hey, also, I got my sister-in-law here popping. She's going to be in the background. What's your name, sis? What's your name, sis? You're the only one who can speak English here. Talk, 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 talk. Talk the microphone. Dima, my sister in law, Dima. They popped here. Uh, I haven't seen him all of this year. And remember, this whole year is about gratitude and friendship and family. So if you have time to hang out with people you care about and love each other, just spend as much time around each other. Man, COVID fucked up. How was your How was your new year, bro? How did your new year begin, buddy? Best, man. How was it? I was expecting another kid. Oh! Pop, <laughs> You're a new dad now. Uh, I was a dad, a new dad, and now I'm a new dad again. Yeah, you're twice. a remix dad twice. Oh, man, congrats, Maji. Yeah. Congrats, Maji. I'm not one hit wonder, no. Six, six months, right? Yeah, six months. Two years old. You're beautiful, man. What's one thing about fatherhood that, that's really exciting that people don't know about that you didn't even anticipate like a few years ago? Vibes. Personally, for me, I, I just think like kids are just their own people. Like they're just their own people. They think so they're so, their own like, selves. Yeah. For me, I just treat them like almost like an adult. You know, like, mm-hmm. in some sense, I do treat them like adult. Like, okay. You you ought to know everything. Does my kid know how to curse? Yeah, he knows how to curse. Am I gonna prevent him from? No. He's a grown person. He's little, but he's still a grown person. Do I teach him what this is? He knows what a beer is. There's a psychology you tapped into in yeah, different, yeah. Yeah, I don't have to be like, oh, my kid does not need to know this. Yeah, okay. My kid needs to know everything. Mm. Compared to like, oh, 
oh, my kid is not allowed to learn about alcohol. That's alcohol. He sees it. He knows what it is. Do not touch it. Yeah, do not. He just knows, oh, that's beer. That's Baba's. Mm. You see, the thought of it is he knows it is mine, so he's not going to touch it. There's a place I read that they said that the first seven years of a kid's life is when like it shapes him to be whatever he wants to be whatever his destiny is supposed to be so in those seven years you have to tap into him like the mode of how you want him to think right that has to do with language too. language okay you learn most of your language when you're like a toddler okay you you, you read there's non-verbal a lot of non-verbal learning that goes on through kids or whatever oh yeah i mean it's not from language i, I talk to him in three different Okay. Do, how's he doing with Swahili though? Swahili is very good at it. Oh, awesome, awesome. So most animals that he knows about is just all in Swahili. Mm-hmm. Oh, by but, the way, you guys recently also went to Minnesota. Yeah! <laughs> bro, I don't know. How'd you guys enjoy Minnesota, bro? Let me tell you. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first about Minnesota? Because my energy is Minnesota. I'm not sure it's your energy with Minnesota. Because when yeah. I was in Minnesota, bro, uh, right. it was different, bro. Okay, let me, uh, okay we, we were going for a wedding, right? Uh-huh. My boy's interracial wedding is amazing. Now, the wedding uh, was like a little bit in the country a little bit. Just a little bit. Not in the country, country a very dope venue, but outside the city a little bit. Like an hour, an hour Uber drive. Now, on the way there to the venue, mm-hmm. man... This was our time, remember? Donald Trump, Biden. When you see Donald Trump anywhere, you just know this is not safe for everybody. Bro, the whole highway to the venue. Like, have you ever doubted the food you've been given because you're like, this, what if, what if what some, what if they put know. something in here to finish us? I don't say. Like, Minnesota, I felt this energy. It's not, uh, it's not like Seattle energy. You know, Washington energy is like, hey, I'm foreign, you're foreign too. Hey, we're all new here. Hey, we just moved here. All of us are like, you know, transitional people. But in Minnesota, they have this look that you are new. Hey, we know you are not from here. Finish your business and leave. Like they have this, you, like you feel it for your back. How did you feel? How did you feel? Uh, so for instance, go to the airport, right? Yeah. Everything is fine. Yeah. To me, it's just another airport. Yeah. The actual airport is very decent. They have a dog place. Okay. Like, I- yeah, you never. Okay, go ahead. So, what, what I was trying to say is that I never thought of a dog place. You could put a dog somewhere in an airport. Never ran through my mind. Like transporting it? Like, to, like no, to tether it away? No. Okay. It's like if you have a dog, you could take care of it. The, the dog needs to go pee or something. You could do it there. At an airport, I felt it so accommodating. Oh, and then, uh, okay. And then there was a place that said, I mean, for instance, Dima, she have a kid, she breastfeed the kid. Yeah. There was a place for that. In my head, I never knew an airport could happen. Because you didn't need it. It's not in your lifestyle. There are so many things for handicapped people, for deaf people. They can read. They have that place somewhere you don't even know, but they're there. If Dima wanted to, like, breastfeed, she could have gone there. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm in an airport. I can't. I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. There's there's sections for them. That's really cute. That's beautiful for it. Yeah. I was just like, man, this airport's good. And obviously, after the airport, my brother picks me up. Yeah. We go to this place. 
episode, the part comes out. Shout out to Guya for no reason. Shout out to Guya for no reason. Hey, yeah. Guya and his wife, but yeah, okay, okay. And so I go to place and we decide to like let's go for a walk, you know, and a stroller and the kid and trying to go to a little park that was close by, just three blocks away. And the vibe is just was it the wind, the trees? What what was it? What was it? I think it's instinctual or something. You just I feel like, like very your instinctual. guts, uh, your gut balls are telling sick. you it's too cold over here, it's too wrinkly. Not, not, not even too cold. Mm. It was just like, I don't belong. Like, it just feels uncomfortable. I don't know how to tell you. You guessed, like, you feel like a guest outside. Not even guests. You're more in a wanted area. You're intruding. You're intruding. Trespassing. You're pretty much trespassing. Why are you here? And you kind of feel the vibe and I'm like, yeah, yeah we went I, to a park in downtown yeah. uh, Minneapolis. Okay. And it was just. It felt still weird. What pissed me off about Minneapolis the most was when somebody went through our hotel room. Dima, we were there. I know how I put my shit. Because when I sleep after a long night, if I drank tequila, I leave the shoes first, then the socks, then my underwear, then I jump in the bed naked, Flintstone style. But if I, if I just have a little whiskey and I'm not really drunk, I actually put the socks first. I keep the shoes because my, my wife likes me top dancing before I go to bed. But you understand the sequence, right? Yeah, yeah. My shit was put in a certain way. And when we went to have dinner at that time, I came and I found that some shit has been moved. Do you know they took like a week to investigate? What takes a week when you just have to pull up the camera? And why does the person who came in, even if it was housekeeping, why didn't they change the towels? That was my first bout with racism. That was a Renaissance hotel. Can't forget it, bro. And everything was locked down. Did you notice? I mean, to be honest, Minneapolis is kind of just blown out of proportion. But I, I think it has some fun parts. Small. My, my best friend lives there. Her name is Dina. Shout out to Dina. Uh, uh, Dina and Dima, uh, they should Dina, Dina, yeah, Dina and Dima, yeah, should meet. Uh, she's dope people. She has some friends there, Emily and all of them. Yeah, they still live in a good place, but I feel that Guyo should come back because I, I miss so. him. Yeah, Guyo should come back. Okay, this podcast, you're going to call it Guyo should come back. Anyway, I want to ask you something, bro. Right, My audience doesn't know where you were born. Where were you born? Uh, Mazaliwa. I was born in... Hey. Uh, Umoja. Umoja. That's Eastlands, Kenya. Nairobi. Nairobi, yeah. Nairobi, Umoja. Yeah. Yeah. So Just growing up, I mean, it was pretty alright. Yeah. But, you know, there's that part where somebody tells you, you don't look Kenyan, you look Somali. Yeah, 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 yeah I know that vibe. I, I still face those hardships till okay. right now. People be like, oh, you have a show. No, I'm Kenyan. I'm Kenyan. And now, right. even in Kenya, it was even much more nicer. They just don't tell me I'm not Kenyan. They're like, oh, you look more like Somali. It's more understandable. They're not necessarily taking the privilege. The privilege of anything, yes. Of like, oh, you don't belong to this country. country, Yeah. Yeah. But coming here, all those Kenyans I've ever met in my life, be like, yeah, you don't look Kenyan. Yeah, they're like, and like, like, no, no, the, 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 the picture of Kenyans we have, you don't fit. And so that, I have to prove, I have to prove to somebody that yeah. I do speak Swahili. You have to understand where most of them are coming from, though. Yeah, the perspective about, you know, some, some people come from like a Geshagi, like the country, country, and, and, and their version of the only people they've ever seen at that time are these people, right? Think about it. 
My uncle flew four years ago to America. The only white person he saw was Jesus on the wall. You know, like those Catholic things they have over there. So as soon as he landed, he was hugging every white person because he thought I'm closer to heaven by hugging more white people in my life. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Um, yeah. I was born in um, I was born in Nairobi too. Nairobi is dope. Uh, uh, Dima, you gotta go to Kenya, man. There's a uh, Mamba village in Langata. There's Masai Mara, you gotta go to. There's a bomas is dope. I like simple Bomas. things. I like Masai market. We are telling you tourist stuff. Tourist stuff, no. Oh, go oh, to no. Bama, oh, get some meat. Oh, don't worry. Bimo is going to be okay. This is okay. Soon. Very soon. We, 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 we can't take our kids there. Yeah, They're going to have to learn there. the language. She wants to live there. I've never been there, but I'm already told. How was growing up in Washington like, Bimo? Uh, it was okay. Uh, how? How okay is it like? Like okay, like you had dolphins every day for breakfast or what? Like what was growing up before well, I get I to a meme? Island okay. Here, so maybe it's different than like the typical people Island. Yeah. See oh, people people are living on islands, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's dope. Yeah. Uh uh listeners, if you don't know, we have four hundred and fifty one islands in the state of Washington. Like oh. every day of the year you can go to a different island. And it's dope. Okay, Dima. Uh What was the biggest challenge of living on an island? Because nobody, I don't know anybody who, oh, okay. who lives on an island. You have to bring things in, like with a ship, yeah, fly so them in. Yeah, there's no stores. Okay. There's only a post office. Okay. It's really small. Everybody knows each other, which okay. isn't really a good thing. Yeah, because everybody yeah. knows everybody's business. Yep. Okay. And there's a lot of old people that live there or okay. farmers. Okay. That's pretty much it. Or people go fishing. Uh, so you have, you have people coming. So when people like come into the island, Like, uh, I remember when we went to Hat Island last time, uh, me and wife, like last year, we had to like, there had to be the whole island communication that there would be guests and everybody oh. in the island knew who we were. Yeah. Uh, every time we were touching a four-wheeler, we'd have like five, six neighbors ask us like, yo, are you so-and-so? Yeah, we know you guys are on the island. Like everybody knew where we were at all times. So was it like yeah. you guys are uh, type of schooling? Was it like more homeschooling? Um, sort of, kind of mixture because there's a public school. Okay. Um, but it's only like 10 kids in the whole school. <laughs> so you're yeah. teaching you all your bullshit, like yeah. you're never. <laughs> so like your teacher also teaches the kindergartners or the oh, high school. Oh man, okay. Oh, so okay. How do you guys get your supplies? So it means like at least everybody had a boat. At least yeah, everybody like had a boat. Yeah, each family kind of has boat. their own boat, and okay. you have to go to the grocery store like maybe once a week on another island. Okay. I remember when we, we went. Online, yeah, we went to this other island, uh, or Orcas Island, and that one too. Uh, they had to bring their garbage to the mainland. Yeah, same. Do you have to do the same thing? Oh, the island I grew up is right next to that one. Oh, dope, 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 man, man. Happy New Year, man. I haven't yeah, seen you since. I haven't been. I haven't seen you since. Since as a new baby right now, uh, I'm a new uncle. Uh, still learning how to tie diapers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I wanted to ask a question about, I want to ask a question about boarding schools, because uh, it's a, you know, in American, America, Dima, the difference I've seen, like based on my few, I'm saying, interactions with people, mm-hmm. is boarding schools here in, in the States are for kids who are true, like, like, like kids who do not listen. Yep. Kids needs will be slapped in the ass and choked a little bit. Either Those are the kids who go like there. Really yeah. 
the, the, the only two. There's no describe like those two. But uh, where we came from, it was a sign of like, uh, like how, it, what is it? I mean, higher learning. Nah. like like boarding Like you are there. Like yani boarding Okay, This is the time I get to grow as a man by myself. How was it for you? I think boy is more positivity. You just get kept there. It's not fun. It's just like a jail. Like, you know, like, day school is a jail. You're there for several hours. Yeah. But boarding is just like, yeah. Day school is a jail for seven months. hours. Yeah, caught that, bro. That was dope. You, you stay there for three months, bro. Like, it's not wrong. Like, okay. I used to love it. Okay. I love boarding school just because okay. obviously I didn't like When did you go? Home. When did you when did when did you go to boarding school first? How uh, old were you when, uh, you went, when you first went to boarding school? I sixth grade. You got six. Fifth grade going six. Yeah. Fifth going six. I probably got 10, 11, am I 11, 12? Huh? I think about 10, 11. Because I remember but I, I went to when I was 10 is when I went to my first boarding school. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I think it's, it's around that age. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. I hated it. I, I mean at first I was just like Yo, did why, you wanna go? I never my parents never consoled me with that. They were just So like, they just oh, like plucked you no, from you know, this system to this system. Yeah. And uh-huh. then they're like, oh boarding is good for you. What defines boarding being good compared to a day school? Maybe the colonizers way of like training people saying you know, like you gotta you be know, like me, in boarding like, school for you to excel. They thought the grades in boarding school, even if you get the same day grades in high school, like day school, that you're like you're not like But I think you should not take your kids me, at that age to, to no, that, that no, boarding I school. I would never do that. I yeah. would never do that. I'd rather have my kid go to boarding school in university instead of even primary school or high school. Like, like no. Like You want to be close to your child? No, not no, even about closeness. Like, for, for me, for instance, I thought, like, why would my parents want to take me to a boarding school when I could just go to a day school? I went to a private uh, primary school. Okay. I went to a public. I've switched multiple times. I eventually ended up in a private boarding. Tell I me, tell me three good things you liked about boarding schools and three like horrible, like these are your top three worst things you ever experienced in boarding school. Okay. Uh, first of all, the best thing is to get away from family. Like, yeah, if me, you have a I toxic like family, there's some toxic families, bro. It is. It it is, is, it toxic. is. We're getting to it. We're getting to that. Okay, going number two. So I loved about that, about okay. it. Like, and... Secondly, sometimes you meet people at that age, you're like, oh, they're my friends. Mm. Because you never know, you know, you have friends, but now these friends of yours are very close to you compared to those friends you had in day school. Yeah. Temporary. Correct. Seven hour friends. Okay. The next day, maybe the same thing, but this is just, you're cooped up together. So this can be a friend friend. You kind of understand the struggle that you go through. We, we all go through. And third, I, I really don't have a third. But sometimes it's meeting teachers that you actually will say, this is probably the best teacher I've ever met in my life. Like somebody goes out of their way. Like shout out to all the, uh, the teachers out there, man. Shout out to all the yeah, teachers, man. Yeah. If you're out there as an educator, shout out to you. Like the teachers who went out of their way to like make sure you get the shit in class. 
they might whoop your ass on occasion. Yeah, I mean, they really cared about you. The rest of them never really whooped my ass. They, <laughs> they really nice like you. They liked you. You must yeah. have been a pet. Or you're just pet. No. Or you're like a little puppy. No. Like a little butterfly. Plop, 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 everywhere. No, I was very good at their subject. So you're a teacher's dragon. Ah, fire. No, you know, I, I would get 100% at GHC, you know, it was like, and the teacher of GHC, you okay. used to like me, I'm like, thank you, and you know, we used to have debates at a young age like that, and you in sixth grade, you have no debate, I mean, a country like America needs that shit, think public the, debate, I know, think that's like, it. a whole debate, a whole, whole debate, you could say opposing, like, we didn't have a choice, it was just more like, sixth grade today? You're opposing. Whether you like it or not. Your job you is to follow what you were opposing. told. You're opposing something. Tell me three things you didn't like about boarding school. Three things. Sometimes I did not like the age of the kids that were in boarding schools. They were very young. What do you mean very young? Like, like you're talking like yeah, us like 10 years yeah. old? Or, what I is the youngest you've ever seen? Like, what's the youngest age you've seen somebody in boarding school? Four. Almost three or four. What? Like, that's the youngest I've ever wait, seen. Wait, 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 wait. Why? The price don't love them? No, I mean, they probably do love them. But how? At four? You haven't even developed loving your child completely at that time. Like, your kid is still processing your nose and your forehead. Like, like how? But the thing is, the parents try to figure the best for them. Like, what's their friends the Maasai people? leave their kids at boarding school they're doing no man things they're just like you know selling cattle or going places to place and so for them they're thinking i'm burying my kids lifestyle you know hopefully he learns this and you know he can do better in life but i think man i think the craziest thing man is to think about those kids who have nobody to protect them. Like, I remember I was in St. Mary's Mosocho. This was in a boarding school in Kisi, in Nyanza. And, I, and like, out there, man. I, I went out there, man. This was different, though. It was a, it was a Catholic-run boarding school. It was really dope. It was run by this Dutch priest or whatever. It was really good. It was doing really well in school at that time. And, yeah, and my day school, where I was before, was not popping. Like, Langata Barracks, you know, underpaid high school teachers still drinking Mazuwe Amoy. You remember Mazuwe Amoy? Yeah. They don't care about you getting a career as much so long as you work for the government. So mom, my parents thought, I think that's one of my best decisions that I respect my mom for, was taking me to schools where I would find inspiration. Dima, did you find any inspiration in school? See, Dima, if you were in Kenya, you'd have gone to my boarding school. You were stuck in your Langata Barracks in your island. Schools can change how you think, I mean. Oh, no, it definitely does. But also school, you can learn about some shit you never understood. Like when I saw the abuse in boarding school, I thought I was like, okay, so I'm coming in as an army brat. I got a little spine. But when you're telling me somebody's like three, four years, they're sodomized in school. They're abused. They're bullied. They they can't defend themselves. They can't. I swear, like in a boarding no, institution. But now that comes to the point where bullying comes in hand. Yeah. So they will bully these kids. I mean, whenever I was out there, like I see somebody, you know, obviously you got multiple kids that are in that yeah. grade. Yeah. I can't keep an eye on all of them. Correct. So some kids, I'll just be like, you know, I see somebody bullying, but like, no, don't do that. 
Like, so now would they have to sacrifice it? Sunday. So they have to skip Saturday, meals. Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday is the best meal. You get chapati. And they, they, chapati. somebody takes their chapati away. Somebody takes their chapati. The whole meal, literally. It doesn't matter what day it is. Sometimes it's ugali. Ugali and kale is like, it's not worth it. But then the thing about it, I was a little bit privileged. Because I used to leave on the weekends. I would come back. Like, I will leave on a Saturday, come back on a Sunday, but when that meal is still there, but, like, I'll go eat outside food. But coming back, it's just more like, oh, somebody's eating their meal. And now you go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, with the least favorable food. People still eat those kids' food. But also, aside from that, not even about sodomizing the kids, like, the whole boarding school, the structure of the mix. Oh, you also mixed with girls and boys? Mm-hmm. I only I only went to all boys, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I never yeah, went to yeah, mixed school before. I think people did it out of their own leisure. Like, they didn't serve much the little kids, but... Yeah, I was I just... Know, I, the ones I just, saw... They, they were just into some freaky shit. Yeah. You know, for me, I was one of... Like, uh, one of my friends, his name is... I mean, not my friend. My bro... Uh, Abdizzi's Zeus friend was like... Yo... That's not okay. We're all raised Muslim. That's why we never indulge in anything of sort. They're all Christians, but they did some freaky things. So this guy was very uncomfortable. He's very religious, dude. And he was like, yo, this gotta fucking stop. It's not okay. All those kids were put on black book. You know what fucking black book is. Yeah, yeah. All those kids were punished by the teacher. And there was only three fucking kids. That's me, Azu's friend, and Azu. He just sat the fuck out there watching all these people getting punished and getting put on the name of black people. Yeah. Shit, crazy shit, bro. Crazy shit, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's up? Nice you combine it. Yeah. You know what Hey, you guys are witchcraft yeah. is going around. So you saw the witch doctors run around this school running backwards. No, no, hey, no, 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 no. shit. Yo, yo, ladies and gentlemen, there's a, a black magic in Africa. It's a type of dark sport that only crazy people practice during the night. It's a bunch of people are running backwards at night naked, butt ass naked, and their heads are facing backwards. The other way, like an ostrich, they have a beak and they have feathers and they can fly and they cannot fly and they have a tongue like a snake. I've never seen one, but I'm just picturing how these motherfucking devils are. So anything black magic, you gotta be scared. So I'm just sitting out there, right? Like a lot of times just this kid that wakes up at night. Yeah. Ukambani, Ukambani, we like. Ukambani is like Eastern, Eastern, Eastern Kenya. Yeah, Eastern Kenya. So there's yeah. this point. Yeah. Rift Valley, okay. we had the, we had that like teasing moment. Yeah. With Rift Valley, yeah. It's coming towards the right end. Right there. Yeah, the tip. So. Or the first. Tip. Eastern comes right there. Yes. So whatever. So there's two points. So whenever I lived for school on the weekend yeah. and go to some people that I knew. Yeah, you go to Eastern? I'm going to Eastern. Eastern, yeah. I cross the railway. Yes. When I cross the railway, yeah. I'm in Eastern. Kidui. Kidui, you're close to coast. Now you're like in Mombasa now. So, Kitui and now close. when I cross the railway on the other side, yeah. I'm being close to Sabo. Close yeah, to close to that, yeah. And so the boy comes out like, you know, there's this kid that just be like, oh, you yell in the middle of the night when everybody's 
okay. sleeping, you know. We don't have that shit like, oh, you know, you probably you, you didn't have to have a lamp and shit, but when you go down further than that. No, I did. I really traveled in Mombasa, no, before I left. No, this is before Mombasa. Okay. And so, this Machacos is on that side. Machacos probably had lights. Okay. We didn't have lights. We like Savo. Savo Gitui. Gitui is a Diachini. Okay. No lights there. No you, you wait for the sun Love. to come out. You, you wait for mother. <laughs> you know what mother is, right? Yeah, you're mother nature. Uh, uh, see mother nature? The boot, the, the, the thing that you put mother. the lamp, no, no, the no, kerosene no. one. No, 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 no. Which one? Mother is the, you sleep somewhere. Mother is the person you call the first thing. Oh. Because she sleep on the other thing. It's ships. It's a body in the Yeah. It's all closed out. The next room is the person that's ahead because she cares. She's supposed to look after the kids. If something happens, oh, she's the one that's gonna wake you up. call him madame. You call him mother. A uh, madame, like like uh, she was like uh, uh, like like a like queen sister, like in a Catholic Catholic school or something. All right, let me ask you something. And let then me, uh-huh. what happened? Talk to me. This kid keeps like, oh, something happened to me. Guess what? I was one of that kid that slept right next to the window that did not put no blankets on because I like to fucking sleep. I didn't give a damn about anything. Sometimes I wake up and think like, oh my God, that kid, I don't know what to do with it. I'm just like, I don't know how to deal with this information. I'm like, to me, my own head does not exist. So one other time, I'm just sleeping the same freestyle I do. No <laughs> I just sleep. Your big booty up, pointing to the sky no, when you're oh, farting, shooting your tarot cards with your booty. That's what I've you're doing. I've always slept facing up. Okay. <laughs> I sleep facing up. Okay. So, uh, I just felt something was choking me in the middle of the fucking night. Oh, shit. Yeah, it gets very fucking creepy. Bro. Okay, let's go. Let's I'm go. getting choked. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm trying to open my eye. I cannot open my eye. Mm-hmm. So, I struggled for a few seconds. I couldn't move. The only thing I could move was my leg. Okay. And I was like, Okay. I was like, fuck. I can't fucking. I, I could breathe, but I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Something is literally pressing on my fucking neck. I can't breathe. I'm just sitting there Shaitan, like, Shaitan. what the fuck? I, I just, I, I literally, obviously I'm Muslim, so the only yeah. thing is what, I was like, the shaitan, but yeah, nothing yeah, fucking it. happened. That's it. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. I was like, man, the guy just didn't abandon me or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, what's up, man? Not I, today. I, I was like, yo. And so, eventually I feel a point of relief where I'm like, I get the fuck up, like, frantically. I go sleep next to my friend. Just right next to the... So, I go to the next yeah, This guy is not able to listen to me because I'm trying to talk to him. He doesn't understand what the fuck I'm going through. I'm like, panic the fuck out. So this guy just sleeping, but I have this paranoia. So I'm like, ah, my friend is sleeping down on this other guy's bed. Yeah. I go sit with him. I'm like, his name is Moses. Moses, yeah, okay. I'm like, Moses, I'm freaked the fuck out. I just got choked. I don't not see what the fuck them choked. There's me. some supernatural power shit. Supernatural. Like, do I even believe it right now? Like, 
No, I, I like. I struggle not, with it too. I, I try not to think about it because if maybe I don't think about it, it does not affect me. Okay. But at that moment, it did fuck me. So I'm just like, fuck this shit. And so I go to sleep with Moses. I wake up Moses. Moses like sleepy wake. He's like, oh man, oh man, it's okay. I'm sitting there, you know, in the, like the Nachuma. Yeah. All metals on the yeah, the metals, yeah, the fossa. Yeah, and fossas. They form you sleeping on the It's like that small, it's like jail. That's like jail. Yeah, yeah. I think American jails have the exact copy of the mattresses size I had in school. Yeah. Just without the leather shit, though. Yeah, go ahead. So I'm like sleeping next to this dude. I'm trying to sleep, right? Uh-huh. I can even feel squeaky things. Very fucking spooky. Like, things scare, are moving like, scare, scare like in a horror much. movie or so, some shit. My head is right here, right? So there's two metals. Uh-huh. All I hear is this squeaky okay. sound. First two was one. That stopped. It goes to the second one. Yeah. It goes to the third one. Even when it was the first one, my head was just up. You know, your own body can tell you something is wrong. Like, just like a dog. I think I was just like a dog. When the hair of the dog rises the fuck up. You can tell something's... Something, just your spine starts feeling cold and just kind of... The hair rises the fuck up. And now, you're facing one. You're going through two. You're going through three. You're going through four. And I open my eyes. I'm like... Fuck this shit. I'm covered in fucking blanket. Kuna net. There's a net. I still felt very insecure at that moment. I'm just like, nah, nah. Some shit going down. So I wake the fuck up. I yell. The first time I wake up, I see a dark, a very dark object. Not that I can place what the fuck it is. I see a dark figure. I'm like, yo, man. So I just fucking yell. I'm like, mother. Mother, una kitu go up with me. She wakes the fuck up. She, you know, she turns on the lamp and the Jesus goes. That was the most scary moment for me, personally. I never want to face that, but I never think about it. Like, after that, I just thought, maybe not me not thinking about it too much, you know. So, you know, I thought, okay, I mean, kitu, uta amini sana. Or maybe, you know, your own money take advantage of you that end but you could experience it the next day i woke up i had marks i had marks on my fucking neck like i was like somebody was really trying to choke you i was just like somebody i, I mostly thought of something trying to choke do you think it was another person do you think it's actually another person maybe i don't think like so, so because the idea was it a spirit the idea of something choking me okay but having you can't have a bed is set double decker all metals but then at the same time simultaneously like moving your hands for metals like instantaneously makes me not think that's human it's not possible it almost felt like an octopus I heard a lot of stories about uh, like like a lot of magic or a lot of some type of sorcery that happened in boarding schools. Remember, the, uh, there's a time in Kenya the schools which are being closed because they had to like re-demonize the place or whatever. 
But I, 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 be, I believe some stuff like that happened. You heard about the girls used to get raped and they couldn't tell like who raped them like in a, in a whole boarding school in Kenya, some parts. That was some crazy parts. Some crazy stories came out of boarding school. So, my brother, in Africa, that's my brother uh, went to a boarding school. Yeah. Just 20 minutes away from where we were. Okay. Just a little bit south of Mombasa Road. Okay. He told me when he was playing basketball, open day. It was everything. Right, everything cool. Yeah. Day clear. Yeah. He was playing basketball. He said he was trying to score. His hand and his whole body just froze for almost 20 seconds. Just in the air, not falling down. Just stuck. This is like, How the fuck could you explain that? Uh, you know, like, you can think logical things. Like, he people. Or maybe he's just tall and he just froze. No. Let's make it. Rose. Like a UFO. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, then I froze himself like a beef. You know what the fuck was going through your mind? <laughs> that uh-huh. you fucking froze. Just like, you have your own head, but maybe you just froze and just, damn. I'm not, I can tell what the fuck's going on. I'm not moving. My whole body's not responding. Like, it's not possible to explain. So. He was making up his mind if he wants to be human or bird. He was just there. <laughs> Just making up his mind. Yeah, but I'm telling you, a lot of things happened in boarding school. I remember schools were being burned. One of the craziest ones also, there were also crazy sexual assault cases. Both teachers and students. Dima, there were girls who were raping people. They were raping, they were raping the watchmen. They raped this watchman. Remember that time they raped that watchman till he died? All these girls just gave him a lot of good juice. Like, they put juice on him. Like, imagine, imagine if any... Bro, if this guy was a porn star, he would have really enjoyed himself. But he wasn't. He wasn't ready for the load he was given. He got he got everything. In five people, he died. He's a legend, man. He fucking went to death. Anyway, so um, as I was saying, <laughs> I was saying there was a lot of crazy stories that wow. came out of boarding schools. There were people burning schools. Shit, Dima. Did you in America ever burn any school? Any students like got crazy before I asked come in about African boarding school reactions? The only thing was someone said so like when you don't agree with the teachers, like when they're like giving you mayonnaise with some really dried off expired bread for sandwiches and, and, and stepped on cabbage. Like do you, how do you protest? Like you write letters, emails, or how do you do it? That's it? I mean, uh, your body school, when you I don't agree, you. like I that food, you. see this what he say, like the parents are, people first world. Let's go, I let's have the shit. So. And you disagreed in school, like you I, have, you have, yeah, you have all this girl, anger. And how did you do it? What, so what happened in your school? Is, I'm very smart, but okay. I'm not too stubborn of a person. Okay. So you know your limits. I'm very stubborn. <laughs> when I was a kid, okay. you get smacked a couple times. Okay. But sometimes I feel like in Kenya, for okay. instance. Yeah. Maybe I'm not necessarily Kenya in general, but I do not like young. They're like the, were they like the cadets or no? It's almost feeling like trainees. Were they trainees? You know, it's easier for a younger person to smack you compared to an older person. Yeah. My grandma will not take time to smack my kids. She wouldn't. It's just they have the patience. Like, That's what you mean. The they have patience. the patience. And yeah. also, the same goes for Demo, for instance. Yeah. Before I, she would never smack Pharaoh. She just wouldn't. Like she would not. I was smack his bum bum. Like, he's out to get some kind of discipline, you know, balance, because he gets away with everything. When, so 
There's levels to this aspect. There's There's levels. So so the teacher, for instance, Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like the boarding school I went to. So for instance, I had GHC, right? Social studies. My teacher I had in sixth grade was very nice. Maybe because I aced the fuck out of the class. I don't understand. That's what we're talking about. But so now I'm in eighth grade. The teacher that used to be in sixth grade is no longer there. She's gone. She, I even missed Because her. they did the transfers, because uh, uh, Kenyan teachers used to do the transfers quite a bit. So now, uh-huh. I even miss my actual old teacher. I, if I even find her even today, I would love to talk to her. But like, I miss my I teachers too. From, yeah. So I'm just like, okay, this teacher's gone, right? So now there's a new teacher. The teacher's as old as me currently, maybe, if not younger, but the teacher that taught our primary school was almost social studies, for instance, he was just younger than me. So for me, it felt like he was bringing his own problems. So for instance, he 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 was like, basically, basically, they brought uh, their frustrations from home to work and they took it out on the kids. Kids who had nothing to do with anything the motherfucking did. And then the thing is, you're trying to teach so when you focus on a class, I think that's what you should just do. This guy will print out 90 questions. 90 questions. Social studies has 60. 90 is in, including the CRE or RE, depending yeah. on what religious you are, Islamic or Christian. But this guy will just print 90 if not more of just social studies. And guess what he does? Good. He compares it to the seventh grade. And so, if you get below the seventh grade highest mark, guess what happens to you? Good. You get smacked. You know, fuck you. get a cane on your ass, bro. So I never liked that shit. I remember when I was in boarding school. Also, when you don't get above seventy-five percent on the mock test, the the, the, the provincial test or the national test, you finish high school, about to get to college, they used to whoop your ass quite a bit. And guys, we're not talking about college, we're really focusing on the effects of what boarding school shapes you have to be and as an individual in the society. Because you've realized niggas who never used to shower in boarding school still are struggling with hygiene right now as adults. Actually, well, they, are- they come to the club with their booty smelling like shit. Their balls all over the place. Talk to me. Every, every day, every day. Ah, bro. It's just a ritual. Shit. Anybody would know that. Yeah, getting showered. Bro, I used to go. The our boarding school, the first boarding school I went to when I was in class five, we used to shower twice a week. We had days twice a week, so it's Tuesday and Saturday. That is for class five and six. Then class seven and eight, it's Wednesday. And Saturday, bro, we had two days a week, no matter how you sweat. And they expected us to wake up every day at five, oh, to wake exercise up. in the morning, jog, come back in the afternoon, eat, play, and still go sweaty what, to what, bed what, till what, those two days a week from. Hey, you guys sound so privileged. When you wake up in the morning, it's not the first thing you see. The first thing you see is a book. The first thing for two hours, oh, five. Shit. Six, Six, seven. seven. That's uh, all books that you're saying. If you never and you're hungry, your homework, and you're hungry, 
That's the thing. That's the time you actually do your homework because when you go to bed, who the fuck thinks about homework? I know. I, I, I like the preps though, because I kind of like liked uh, reading in the morning, because it, it kind of made me like, I'm a morning person. I love studying. I, think, I, I, I get really. more shit in the morning. And also, it was I a just, good time. It was a good time to run away from school to sell food to people. I used to sell food to people because that was my way of saving uh, niggas from boarding. The other good thing about boarding is <laughs> what is it? Some people, uh, I mean, me included, obviously, would wake up at four. Okay. We go to this place that sells mandazi. Oh, hey, mandazi is so good. Yeah. You kind of go there to buy mandazi. Yeah, mandazi are like puff puffs. They're like little African donuts. Yeah, but even mandazi got a A little longer. Okay. Yeah, it's a rectangle. So we go there to get mandazi. But while three of us. So while three of us are doing something, we're just like, yo, two people are going to steal from the back door. These people have to wake up in the morning. I'm not happy about what I did before, but like. But you have to survive, fam. I have to survive. So you're starving. We wake up in the morning, go there, we jump the fence. It's a boarding school, so we just go through the fucking fence, go there in the fucking morning, like 4 a.m. Go 4 a.m. One person is buying just one, but you just being talkative. That's all that fucking matters. While the rest are going through the back door. Stealing the fuck out of it, and so we divide that shit individually. And guess what? In the morning, when we go back to school, guess what we're doing? Selling it. Oh, you got five bob, Joe. Yeah, just, it, me now. I, I used to, I used to go in the afternoon around 3 p.m. Because that's the time when uh, a lot of the teachers who didn't like coming to the school in the afternoon. You know those social sciences teachers, Dima? Did you have so- teachers like that in Seattle school system where they don't want to come to class, they don't want to come do physicals, they skip class, and you guys know this fucking teacher's not going to show up? Um, they will show up, but they take their time. They're, They're not doing shit. Yeah, in Africa, where I was... I swear a teacher can skip a whole month. Am I like, yo, 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 yo. What would yeah. you do? I mean, a whole month, you don't see this nigga once. Uh-uh, not my school. I mean, do? personally, not really. What would you do during that time? No. Yo, you can't complain to your mom. Your mom doesn't even fucking believe you. They believe teachers. They believe teachers are the ones who I are saying anything shit. They don't believe nothing you're saying. But guess what? Yeah, so that's how I used to sneak out of school to go buy snacks to sell at school. That was my boarding school experience. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, what was your boarding school experience like? Have you ever been to a boarding school? Do you have relatives who have been to a boarding school? Today we're talking about the craziest stories we ever had in boarding school. I hope you join us again on episode number two on the crazy boarding school stories by your boy, Mutombo. And my man, and I mean, he's in the bathroom right now collecting bombs like Osama bin Diarrhea. And my sister, yo, give yourself a shout out. It's Dima, thanks for having me. And we'll talk again soon. All right. <laughs> More life. Thank you for tuning into the show. 
I appreciate each and every one of you who like us this time today. We really had a fabulous time. I just want to plug in, like, uh, if you ever feel the urge and the need to bless this podcast, support the ministry in any way, uh, at the bottom of the Anchor FM, please plug in and pledge your $2 
please remember to like, share, and subscribe to General Matambo Uncut Podcasts. Now available on all platforms. Au revoir.